This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. And welcome to our program here on this kind of a rainy Thursday afternoon. Great to have you with us. Hope you'll join our conversation with whatever is on your mind. 360-676-5464. Don't have a guest to start off the program, so we'll dive right into phone calls. And it is a crazy world, maybe a mad, 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 mad world. (laughs) That's what's on Rod in Bellingham's mind today. Hey, Rod. Hey, hey, what's going on, man? Not too Uh, much. Remember that old movie? (laughs) <laughs> yes, I do. I was cracking up when you were saying that. <laughs> um, there's a isn't there a song or something that goes with that too? Or oh, there's very been likely. a few songs I think. It's been forever since I've seen that movie, but yeah, all the the, the big stars that were in it. Boy, I have to I have to look it up. You, you know, it's kind of funny you bring that up because it's like because because I do want to speak upon uh, <clears throat> the leadership in this world. I mean, from colleges to presidential candidates, to presidents, um, to congressmen and women, and the people in general. I mean, it's, I'm almost besides myself with all the the anger and hatred and, and, and really horrific things being committed against our fellow human beings. Yeah. And, and it's just, I just don't get, for instance, you know, uh, and I know um, on the right side they were calling Barack Obama Hitler. You know, and they even had caricatures of him, but mm-hmm. uh, as as Hitler. So I mean, it goes both ways. But we got Hillary recently. You know, she mentioned um, she was kind of equating Donald Trump as a Hitler, and then he then he makes a comment about. Uh, being a dictator, but it was in jest. Uh, you know, it's, we got so many things in play here that that's not going to happen. Um, and yet, you see uh, certain news folks, talking heads, if you will, um, acting as if he's really going to do this, and they know better. So they're just ginning up the the entertainment factor that we call the news today. And yet, you know, I go back and I think about Hillary talking about Hillary, I mean, um, the deplorables. And then, you know, she's equating anyone who follows um, Trump as a, as, as a deplorable slash equals brown shirt if she's calling him a Hitler. And I'm just like, I mean, and he's just doing up the pot because he likes to, he's getting a free shot in the news. Um, you got um, people... Uh, presidents of colleges and so forth that intellectually are dancing around the subject of um, particular speech that is um, basically talking about eradicating another group of people and they can't totally admit that that would be at least harassment. I mean, they're using their intellectual dishonesty to dance around these things. And then you've got the public you know, um, dancing around and parading um, where they're celebrating a horrific act committed against babies. I mean, I'm like, what is going on in the world? I mean, it just, it, anyone paying attention is just, and then, and then innocent people being killed by Israel in, the, in, in their quest of trying to eradicate Hamas. 
I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And and our leaders are just, a lot of them are just being intellectually dishonest or they're just flat out dishonest and they're sowing the seeds of division. And I'm going, where is all this going to go, man? So well, I was curious how, how you feel about all this craziness going on. Well, I... I, I, you're talking in pretty general terms, so I don't. I know you're talking in some specifics about the yeah. Israeli uh, Hamas war, and I don't know anybody, and I haven't seen anybody who's cheered on um, a violation or the, uh, the the violence against babies, um, and I, I'm pretty much universally have seen condemnation of what Hamas did on October seventh. But it goes deeper than that. I, I know, and I think you have to be honest too. That um, correct there have been, past beyond the Ottoman Empire, you know, well, World yeah, War. Yeah, and, and I mean, yeah. as far as the Arab-Israeli conflict, I mean, it's gone on since the inception of Israel, and even before that. I mean, Israel, correct. Menachem Begin, who became a prime minister of Israel, was a member of a of a, a Jewish group that was committing what you could call terror attacks. They bombed the King David Hotel as they were uh, pushing for um, you know, Israel to be named uh, a sovereign nation. And Correct. So violence has been, been occurring in that, that region for you know, I mean, a long a, time. Yeah. And then them and, even being kicked out before, before that. And, so then, and then you have the Arab world slash uh, Muslim world taking over. I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the plight of man, if you will. But, I mean, I understand about, um, you know, the, the general you know, history of the, you know, the Ottoman Empire, and then you have mm-hmm. that European colonialism, and then you have British Palestine, and France takes northern sections, and I mean, it's just been, and then, and then, and then mm-hmm. Hitler takes, oh, takes over World War II, and then the Jews flee to that area, and, and Palestine, and the Brits are trying to regulate that, because they know that there's a history between those people, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's just plagued by just, I mean, it's just, Horrific, and no, nobody's. I, don't, I haven't seen anybody running around with Palestinian flags, and and because uh, in my opinion, and from what I know, and I and I know Palestinian people, um, that there there are people that are kind of caught in between as well. You know, they don't all agree with with Hamas. There there are some truly innocent people out there who just want a piece of land so they can live on it mm-hmm. and try to live in peace. And then you have so many other peoples. And, and again, it's leadership. Um, leaders, because they're the ones that control the money, and they're just pouring this in to divide the world. And I just... It's like you know, I, I'm thinking of Rodney King. You know, it's kind of it's it's kind of a sad commentary, but it's like, yeah. can't we all just get along? You know, well, and, I I don't know that we ever have just gotten along. No. I mean, there's been conflict since the dawn of humankind, and unfortunately, it's not going to end anytime soon. That's for certain. As much as we'd like to see it, uh, no, but it's but it's time for our our leaders. I, I do agree with it. It's, it's time for our leaders to start really speaking about peace, not just speaking about it, but doing virtually everything they can to make it happen. But again, we're, you, you're talking so many different philosophies, and I know that's pie in the sky, but if we just kind of uh, maybe demand a little harder instead of just simply you know, watching the gong show, as I call it, and just saying, well, I'm glad it's not me. 
You but, know, it, sooner or later, it's going to come to us. But in our our system, our you know, it's a competitive system, obviously. And yeah. talking about making peace, I mean, look at what's what we've seen in in uh, Washington D.C. Uh, the the idea of working across the aisle or compromise with um, with the the other party is oh, yeah, uh, McCarthy's job. Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just it's it's it's. It's and then the Republicans words. act the way they do afterwards. I'm like, come on, guys. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> and to and to, to to talk about talk about those things is to acquiesce, then to to basically surrender to the other side, and then you lose your support, your base. Well, you know, evaporate and uh, erode away, and then uh, that you know, the, your base starts looking for another strong leader that will you know continue the fight against the oh. against those that are seen as um, as the the enemy, unfortunately. And it's that that is built and built and built. I mean, there's always been. I, I think you and I we've been around a long time. We yeah. have watched politics, and it's never been it's never been a total happy place. No. <laughs> there's, there's been competition. I think maybe that's a little bit pie in the sky too. We always think of the past as having been better, and the narrative that you know we used to compromise in this country, and we used to you know maybe maybe a little bit more, but there's always been competition and. There's always been um, vilification of the other side, and uh, well, maybe we sh- um, maybe today we should we should uh, um, challenge the listenership today to bring up some positive solutions without <laughs> I know Happy without w- without a without looking at themselves inwardly and saying it ain't ever going to happen because right. if, if we do that. Joe, it probably isn't ever going to happen. And then, what kind of commentary does? And that's really where I'm coming coming oh, from here. What kind you. of commentary oh. does that say about the human being? Yeah. We really are depraved. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have our good sides too. But I, I hear what you're saying, Rod. But um, yeah, well, well, you take care, and thanks too. for letting me chime in there. No and, doubt. Uh, and I, Everybody know. have a good day and stay dry on this soggy day. All right. I'll leave with, yeah, let's end with some positive words. Thanks, Rod. Appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Doug in Bellingham. Hi, Doug. Hey, Joe. Thank you for receiving my call. You bet. Uh, well, I, to carry on a little bit, I truly believe someday there will be world peace. I, I believe really? that with all of my being. Yes. I, I With all of my being and everything I've studied, I truly believe that there will be world peace someday. And what's preventing us from getting there is uncried tears. That, that the, the war we're seeing in the Middle East is basically uncried tears. It's deeply buried uncried tears from past trauma. And politics, politics is basically uncried tears. It's, it's deeply buried trauma where the tears haven't been cried out yet. So it's like this human family I've heard described once as the human family has a cesspool of uncried tears. Mm. And as we learn how to release our emotional pain through tears, that we, we literally need to release our emotional pain through tears like we need to breathe. That That's the way human beings are made. If, if we get hurt and we don't release the emotional pain through tears, then the hurt person becomes the hurter. The hurt person hurts others. And so we need to release these emotional pain through tears. And one of the ways to do that that I'm learning now is fasting and crying. 
um, quite often, well, anything that we use addictively to suppress our tears Mm. is going to keep us sick. And fasting and crying is, fasting means, go ahead. I was going to ask you, what what do we use to suppress our tears? What, What might we use addictively to suppress our tears? Well, probably the first thing we use to uh, addictively, uh, learn to use addictively is food. Uh, it's, it's almost okay. automatic that when our parents, uh, have suppressed their tears with food, uh, or we teach our children to suppress their tears with food. We can't help it. it it's, it gets passed on automatically. If, if the tears don't get cried out, then we automatically pass on our addictions to our children uh, unconsciously, subconsciously, because we're not aware of it. So the first thing that we're addicted to, generally speaking, is food, because that's the first thing that we learn about as children. And then things come in like uh, we can use sex addictively. We can use uh, uh, any sort of drink addictively, uh, uh, nicotine or cigarettes addictively, money addictively. Any and all of these things we can fast from and allow those deeply buried tears to come out. So fasting merely means let go of some addictive uh, uh, substance or behavior and allow those deeply buried tears to come out. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I, but different people feel moved to tears by different things. And I don't, I don't know. I, I personally don't feel move to tears. I, 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 I don't, I wouldn't know how to work myself up into a teary state. I mean, there are times I, I, I won't deny there have been times in my life that I've, uh, that I've cried, <laughs> but I, I don't feel like it's something that I need to do on a regular basis. You know what I mean? When I'm, you know, uh, Delta setback or something like that, uh, or, uh, something, a challenge in life or something difficult in life. I don't, I don't feel that's my first go-to thing. Quite often um, we'll cry over if we lose a person, like somebody dies. I mean, uh-huh. it's a natural thing to cry when we lose a, a close loved one. Um, and if we suppress those tears, instead of crying over the loss of that loved one and we suppress those tears, uh-huh. that keeps us in a place of sickness. And, and the same thing can right. happen in a divorce or a loss of a job, uh, anything that's very stressful where we're making these big changes, it's a loss. And, and, and human beings need to release these emotional pain through tears when we lose something. Movies are particularly helpful to help us re- release emotional pain through tears. Mm, yeah. And videos, music videos can help us release emotional pain through tears. Can you get addicted to those, though? I mean, uh... I got to watch a tearjerker every night. I, I know I'm I'm being a little facetious here, but I appreciate your thoughts, Doug. Sure. All right. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I don't know. Maybe I'll 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 just see. I'll think about. Uh, okay, am, am I? You know, next time I'm kind of handed a challenge. Is this is this the time? I'll think about it. Thanks, Doug. And uh, we'll take a quick break. We're back with more. Uh, we got others on the line, and we want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. When I think about my grandparents, it takes me back to warm memories of meals shared around their dining room table and laughter exchanged around their fireplace. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO and fourth-generation Barron at Barron Heating, AC, Electrical, and Plumbing. Over 50 years ago, my grandfather installed Barron's first fireplace in one of Whatcom County's newest developments, Sudden Valley. 
Grandpa Dan took great pride in his craftsmanship, ensuring that every fireplace or stove he installed was truly the heart of his customer's home. Today, Barron continues his tradition by providing beautifully crafted hearth products through its Firelight by Barron division. Featuring America's best-known brands of stoves, fireplaces, and inserts, a Barron Firelight expert can help you build your perfect flame. Visit a Barron showroom today and get a free solo stove with purchase of a fireplace, stove, or insert. It's Barron's gift to you this holiday season to create warm, lasting memories both in and outside your home. Firelight by Barron, a tradition of warmth and beauty since 1972. Our mission, improving lives. Limited time offer. Call Barron for details. At Puget Sound Energy, we're proudly aspiring to reduce our own emissions to net zero and to go beyond by helping others reduce carbon across Washington. Together, we're investing in local renewables, strengthening the electric grid, helping customers switch to electric vehicles, innovating with low-carbon resources, supporting our communities, and saving energy along the way. Together, we're creating a clean energy future. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. Brought to you by Neater House of Luxury in Bellingham. Dedicated to service acknowledges the Whatcom Literacy Council staff, volunteers, and the many community contributors who helped make this year's Literacy Breakfast a huge success. More than $30,000 was raised to help fund free adult literacy programs in Whatcom County. Improved literacy is a key component to help people become more empowered, employable, and and better able to care for themselves and their families. And this money will help provide free tutoring and small group classes for hundreds of local adults motivated to learn. Dedicated to service. Brought to you by Neater House of Luxury. Voted best jewelry store in the Northwest. This holiday, start with Neater House of Luxury for their beautiful selection of jewelry with unique and custom designs perfect for the one you love for Christmas and the New Year. Find them at 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's Back Patio. Neater House of Luxury. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Joining us here on this Thursday afternoon, and we go right back to the phones. And Jim in Bellingham. Gotta love it or leave it, Jim. Yeah. Oh, I was going to switch my uh, topic. But, oh, okay. Uh, All right. Well, I can, I can work on that because right. uh, actually... Yesterday, you were singing songs all day, and not all day, but I had some um, lyrics for songs of the Young Fresh Fellows. I promoted them as a wonderful group from Seattle, Okay, but they're very serious and they're amusing at the same time. So this one was called Teenage Dogs in Trouble, and I'll use different lyrics a little to make it work right. Okay. And it goes, um, they're getting over, older every day. They have money on their side. They don't need a society they've never even tried. Have no fear is the fear that's best. One gets kicked and so do the rest. Sharp enough to burst any bubble. They don't care. They're just teenage dogs causing trouble. Okay. <laughs> so... You got that. There's another one, but I'll hold off on that. Okay. Give you a chance to digest it. Okay. Uh, but the, the the caller that I was referring to was a couple of days ago. He excoriated me for like if I'm a communist or something. Yeah, and that's what I, what I, I was getting I, at. Why but, don't I okay. why don't I go somewhere else? You uh-huh. know, it's happened before. But I prefer to live here. This is where my country is, and I I think the whole world is is in need of uh, some sort of eco socialism. 
in order to um, you know get the homeless off the streets to protect the environment, reverse global warming's uh, catastrophic uh, uh, nightmares uh, society that we're uh, it's becoming. Uh, and then I can point out too that the caller said the greatest country ever uh, was the United States. Well, uh, great for who? You know, so not everyone. Uh, Gore Vidal said uh, Europe is richer and more populous than, than the United States, at least in the 80s and 90s. Sweden had a wonderful social democracy. And, you know, they had like double the per capita income of, uh, of Mississippi. I looked that up. And so, you know, people are always flag waving about how we're the best. There's another uh, a report on something like this came across uh, that indicated that, uh, you know, we have a long ways to go. Uh, but anyway, yeah, another thing, too, is the world is getting worse, I think. Sweden is going backwards. Uh, but at least, like I say, in the 80s and 90s, I think it was a pretty good place to live. It was probably better, the conditions, than they are here. Because okay. if you want to say that uh, uh, the wealthiest of us in this country, it's good, it's good for it. It is, you know, if you're uh, up in the high ranks of Amazon and you you hardly spend any time in the country at all, but if you're the workers there, it's not all that great. I've just you know, talked to my family members this morning okay. as we drove by uh, one of those big um, uh, longhouses or whatever they call them that they operate out of. Oh, them. the yeah, the the fulfillment centers. Okay. Yes, and right. they, they're spilling chemicals and all that in there. It's very unhealthy. Okay. I don't think OSHA is very powerful anymore. They used to have a, a occupational safety and uh, hazardous administration, but they're okay. uh, like everything else. I think they've uh, been weakened, and so anyway, all right, I'll Jim. let someone else talk. Thanks for listening to me, and uh, have a good day. Yeah, appreciate your call, and I, yeah, I think just the idea that you're born in a specific country, that you're born into group think and that you, um, uh, you know, you just get in line. This is the way it is in this country and that, uh, you won't speak out against it in any way, shape or form or try to reform it in any way. I, I don't think that's, that's so fair. I mean, it goes back to the old, uh, like I said, you know, America, love it or leave it. I used to hear decades ago, but let's go to Mark in Ferndale. Hi, Mark. Hey, how's it going? Do, doing all right. Doing all right. Hey, I was wondering, you might be able to fill me in on a couple of the details, but just I think today or yesterday I heard about the three Bellingham. I don't know if they were vice principals. Up. Yeah, they were vice print. They were vice principals. Okay, so they were vice. So they were employed by the Bellingham School District. Mm-hmm. And I heard you know the the charges were dropped about the case where I don't know some I don't know if it was a junior high girl or a it was a high, girl high school a, student yeah. or yeah, attacked or something, and right. uh, I guess you know she reported it to the counselor or school board member or, so, or somebody at the school, and basically they didn't. Well, they the, the authorities were not notified. Correct. Yeah. And, so, and I think it's just a travesty. First of all, that these guys still have jobs. I'm sure they were probably put on what what they call administrative leave with pay. Actually, which, which I call vacation, I think because you, they get, were, you don't go to work, but you still get paid. I and I'm thinking back, and I, I I believe initially they were put on leave, and then they were transferred to they they were given jobs in the district office, so away from students. So they were still getting paid. I believe so. I don't believe that they've at any point that they've been yeah. not paid. 
I, yeah, I, I think I, this is just the biggest joke. I mean, yeah. I don't know what deal they cut cut with the prosecutor. What got it? Maybe they're, but for them still to have jobs and not. I know were these criminal charges or civil charges? They were misdemeanor so, charges. They were so they, uh, yeah, so it, a misdemeanor charge, not a not a civil charge per se, but the charges so were brought was, in municipal. They were brought in municipal court. Uh, Correct, but not in. Yeah. They weren't brought in Superior Court uh, in you know Watkins Superior Court. They were brought in in uh, Bellingham Municipal Court. Okay. Um, so I don't. Well, yeah, I I'm don't sure know all the legal legalese about that. Um, but uh, it was right. viola- They were charged with violating uh, you know uh, state law on these reporting requirements. So. Um, and I guess when you do that, nothing happens. Well, part you of the your job, and you don't you don't even get charged. Well, part of, the, were dropped. part of the agreement was that they would receive more uh, training. More, more training. Yeah. Okay. So, like you said, nothing happens. Okay. You get more training. That's re- that's a real deterrent. Well, uh, you know the the the. And the, I'm sure the, the, I'm sure the 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 young ladies' parents are really happy about this. Well, they do still have a federal lawsuit uh, pending against the school district. So we'll, well see where that goes. Good. And I, right. I hope they get every – I, I just can't believe these three people are, are still employed. I mean, what do you have to do to work for the school district to get fired? Okay, Mark. Well, I mean, what's right. there? Well, I, so, you know, I, I don't know. I, and I don't know these folks. I don't – and I would suspect that the school district felt that they that, – that the um, experience and the – uh, their, their ability to work with kids that um, that they offer a lot to the district. That's all I can suspect. That um, would well, they be might beyond offer making, the district, but making they this might mistake. Offer a lot to the district. I guess I'd ask you though. I mean, if, but if you if I mean, is you know, if you make a mistake, um, and I guess I guess it's it's a level of mistake. But uh, should someone lose their livelihood? Should they lose the you know the, what they've trained to do? I, I that's a question. Absolutely, I know. My, me personally, my job. Yeah, we are suspended without pay. We're guilty till proven innocent. Okay, we are suspended. We do not get paid. We do not work until we have a hearing. Okay, and then there's a ninety percent chance we're going to get fired. Well, there might have been a ninety percent chance going into this for these people. I don't know, so I, I don't, yeah. I really can't speak about all that. But yeah, all right. well, I'm just saying I was pretty disappointed in the whole thing, and I think it's okay. It's a joke for the whole Bellingham school district. I think it's pretty much got a black eye on its face. All right. But that's all I got. And just one last thing. Okay. I know there's not very many of them left, but happy uh, Pearl Harbor Day to all the Pearl Harbor survivors. All right. Okay. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, that's a that's a worthy sentiment on this day. Definitely, I had an opportunity a number of years ago to to visit the the Arizona Memorial, and it's um, it's pretty incredible. And our our son was a was a baby. I took him. He was still in like a car seat, one of those carriers, and uh, he was really little. I was concerned about him making a fuss, but it was it was it was pretty neat because it. It was like he sensed the, the 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 gravity of that spot, that place, and uh, it was it was really pretty incredible experience being there. 
Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with more. We got other folks on the line. Get to them and to you here in just a moment on KGMI Connects. Hello, folks. This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham, and I'd like to invite you to join me every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. right here on KGMI for the Aging Hour. If you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, long term care costs, probate, wills, trusts, or anything else that has to do with aging, this is the radio show for you. Studies show that more than 70% of estate plans fail when families need them the most. Join us every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. and we can show you how to set your family up for success. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. We all have our go-tos, right? The doctor you trust, the dentist you rely on, the restaurant you love. What makes them your go-to? It's trust, isn't it? Hi, this is Dan from Bellingham Automotive, your go-to for auto repairs in Whatcom County since 1991. Whether you're using your car for ride-sharing, delivery services, mobile office, maybe just a taxi for your kids and their friends, or it's just personal transportation, we're here to keep you on the road. We're proud to have a team of technicians and service advisors who have been with us for years. They can help you find that strange noise or figure out what that warning light is trying to tell you. They can perform regular maintenance to keep your car up to date and your new car warranty intact. We know you're busy, so we also offer a local shuttle service and an after-hour drop-off and pickup options to help take the hassle out of your auto repair. So if you don't have a trusted go-to for your vehicles, please give us a call at 360-676-5200 or visit bellinghamautomotive.com to schedule an appointment. You know, the holidays are upon us, and it's that very special time of year for family gatherings, spreading cheer in your community, and radio ads from companies that play on those warm emotions to convince you to come spend money at their businesses. Hi, everybody. This is Nick at LFS Marine and Outdoor here to do exactly that. Impress everybody at the office gift exchange this year with a screaming flying monkey, or get back at your awful neighbor by gifting their kids some hand-carved animal-shaped slingshots. This holiday season, come find the weird, the wild, and yes, the wacky at LFS Marine and Outdoor for all your gifting needs. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. That we are, and Rich in Ferndale says he knows why the world is messed up. Hi, Rich. I do, but before I get to that, I needed to fill in the last caller. He missed the earlier part of the story of those administrators from like over a year ago. This assault allegedly took place in front of many students and nothing was said by the students. The teachers did deal with it immediately, and two of these three administrators are female. So you'd like to think that they would understand a girl's uh, assault, whatever. So they deemed it not a big deal to some extent, and we weren't there. And I think the parents are now gold digging because the dude who allegedly committed this offense was arrested shortly thereafter for a different offense. So it sounds like he read a story 
recently had heard nothing about it, and there's tons of backstory that puts things a little bit more in context. So okay. yeah. I, don't, I don't quite believe it all. I don't think these three administrators willfully did anything wrong. They assessed the situation. They had talked to the parents. They talked to the students involved, and they, they may not have handled it perfectly, but I think they had plenty of good intentions. And you can't fire people who are in unions very easily. So no matter what they do, if the teachers' union don't let you get fired, you're they're very powerful. So there's just way more to that story than one little snippet on the news. That's, okay. that's how it is with everything, you know. There's way well, more to it. There, that, that's a good point, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, about the first caller, very good point. The world does seem to – well, not the world. I would say America is more negative now because we've chosen as uh, higher education along with media and entertainment have chosen to focus on differences. And it's in the movies, it's in the news, racial inequity, systemic racism, which was recently created out of thin air in the last 10, 15 years. Really? They're negative, okay. divisive things. Yep, Joe, the word systemic racism was not around prior to 2008. It has recently been invented. So it's, it's a negative thing. Instead of focusing on what we have in common, basic needs, goals, happiness, family, job, all these things, mm-hmm. we should focus on that and not be focusing on our differences. It's very... The root word of diversity is division, and we should be united. We should be positive. We should be looking at what we have in common. That used to be the way back in the 80s and 90s when I grew up. There was not this divisive nature of the climate climate change is going to kill you and uh, the pollution hurts black people more. So what we're doing is we're cherry-picking facts that are negative and leaving out positive facts of any situation, and it's taken a toll, and people are looking at how to... negative— I think you have to. Okay. I think you have to recognize, however, that I mean, our society for for generations denied people rights and the ability to advance and to really have that have a good true, life Joe. because of their difference, but because see, they were different. And and right. the, so you're to missing say the point. Well, you're missing the point. I think to assume that the all that has just gone away and doesn't exist. It's just evaporated magically. Joe, I I don't think that's exist. correct. But it doesn't exist 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it's out of context. The, that's all the news talks about. They don't talk about the good that's happened or the advances we've made or the better standard of living over the last 50 years. It's always negative, negative, negative. But see, negative and fear is a very powerful tool for the government to get control of people. We saw this in World War II in Europe. Hitler did very major things with fear and hate. Yeah. And we are the media and the higher education. Look at the hate. So what's going on in Israel and Ukraine and these horrible things, yeah. and here are our students in universities, like, supporting it to some extent, these protests against—I mean, it's, just, it's insane. They should be, like, saying, hey, we feel bad for these people, we should help them, and we want it to end. Instead, they're choosing sides, and it's almost like they want the war to be here. I mean, you would look at these protests at the universities, they are just—I think people are just rolling in negativity and out-of-context facts, and we need to focus— on what unites us, that we are supposed to be the United States of America and the media, movies, entertainment, news. The news chooses what they want to put up. That's I don't why know, but I mean, have... just listen to, I mean, I don't know, listen to this radio station at different times. And, and it's a station I work at. I want people to listen to the radio station. Uh, right. But you hear you hear a lot of this these talk shows and things. That's what they do is their focus is to get people angry and fearful and 
to run to their to their well, uh, their look what it's doing, Joe. Well, Is it it's, it, well, it that's how they build an audience. As you know, it's not everybody will listen to that, but, the, but people enough people will to listen to that. those listen to those programs or watch those programs or what have you. That's what they're they're all built on is, you know, and I've I've been I've thought about this is that and I'm not trying to I'm not pretending to be any great saint or anything or anything wonderful. But, you know, there's so much of that. There's so many shows out there that just all they want to do is is frighten people and and uh, get them enraged. And so so enraged over over stuff that doesn't really impact them. And yep, that's what the news is doing every day. So there, climate I, change. I was thinking that my, I was driving in the other day. I was thinking, you know, there's every there's plenty of outrage out there, plenty of anger and rage. So I'll just make you know, I I like making this show just a place where people can express their anger and outrage and get it off their chest, and then we can go about our our days a little bit more peacefully. But it is a venting mechanism. That's true yeah. for the people who are not on social media. See, I don't do social media, neither does John. And well, and that's yeah, callers. that's a good point. That's social media, it it is it's the same thing. You know, and you see it, it you know, you know, post after post after too post. Too much. Yeah. Too much. It's just endless. And it's and feeding. It's it. like an overdose of news, an overdose of information. It's almost like. We're and, overdosing on the drug of news or something. Yeah, and well, and then the manipulation of the news and how it's presented. Well, it's all one-sided. Yeah, it's all yeah. very one-sided, and you have to keep in mind that there's more to the story. Just like that local story about the teachers, you know, you you read two paragraphs on the recent thing, and it sounds like these are horrible, bad administrators, Monsters, and yeah. I know that is just not the case. There's yeah, more to yeah. it. There is way more to it. There is uh, procedures in schools. They did, and it's like not like they didn't do anything. They right away talked to the kids and the parents, and yeah, you know, I yeah. don't know. It's just right, out of context, but we got to be call. united. We're not yeah. doing it. I appreciate your thoughts today, okay. for sure. Yeah. All right, have a great one. Let's go to uh, Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, before I talk about a special case of the need for accountability, uh, I just want to thank uh, Mark and everyone else who's listening who today has uh, thanked. Uh, God and our servicemen for our victory uh, following the horrors of Pearl Harbor Day. Um, my dad, you know, talking about caller Doug's earlier talk, yeah, other call about uncried tears, there's something to be said for that for some people. And I have to say the only time I ever saw my dad cry in his entire life was um, at the 30th anniversary memorial of the Arizona Memorial in 1971 at Pearl um, he had been drafted off or taken off the Arizona because the, uh, another ship named the Argonne needed a good young navigator, and he survived. Twenty-seven of his buddies died, and they're down at the bottom of the ocean to this day. And he cried and sobbed, and the crowd gave him a standing ovation after he recovered himself. He was a guest speaker as a Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor Survivors Association president, and he won over Ten decorations during that day for valor, and I never saw any of them until after he died. He okay. did not want anyone to think he was a hero. Um, he was he was all about duty, and I just want to tell you that there his uncried tears meant a lot to him. So in that context, I, I will say, Doug, may you very well be partially right in some cases. Um, anyway, what I wanted to say was a report hit my desk about the strike in Portland that's over now, the teacher strike, which, by the way, was illegal, um, they um, are no longer going to suspend um, uh, students who cause uh, 
harm or threaten by harm. I'm not quite sure what the degree of the harm. Obviously, law enforcement may take over in some cases, but they're not going to suspend uh, people of color or uh, non uh, uh, non gender conforming conforming students uh, because they claim their lives or have built in trauma or something and you know which I guess you could make a case for that but I think that's all a bunch of nonsense and what I'm trying to say is that um, accountability. I do believe that kids deserve a second chance, especially kids. I do believe that we need to look them in the eye and confront them about what the evil that they've done or the bad things they've done, whatever degree it is. And we need to tell them in no uncertain terms, you will suffer a punishment for this, but this does not condemn you for all eternity. And you will have a chance to come back to the school or maybe to transfer their various options and at any rate, in Oregon, in Portland, in the district, apparently, they are, I don't know the extent of that district, they are apparently going to give people of color and non-gender conforming people a break when it comes to any form of discipline, any form of, of disruption, any for any problems they cause. Okay. Now, that uh, if, if you don't have accountability, whether we're talking about school or law enforcement, or sports teams. I mean, ask any coach, and I've been a softball coach, ask any coach if they didn't make sure their athletes knew they were accountable at all times and couldn't just willy-nilly cut practice. The athletes know they are going to be benched if they commit uh, you know, uh, an, an accountable offense. And this is one of the great things about sports. It's potentially one of the great things about school, and it's potentially about one of the great things about law enforcement and society. Okay. We, I'll end this by saying, we must, under all circumstances, stress accountability in every instance, but also right. stress the chance for people to recover from their um what's the best word um sin i guess okay. recover from their sin their, and and their misdeeds. Uh, okay and their mis right. misdeeds thank you joe and they Thanks. they uh, have that chance so anyway right. just want to say accountability folks think all about right. it accountability all yeah. right thanks michelle and a quick break and we'll be back with more we got uh, tim and john and we'll hear from you we'll have time to squeeze in a couple of calls right in just a moment here on kg mike and x hi i'm lorraine from lorraine's window coverings we offer our clients the best of both worlds a store full of the latest affordable graber products including remote control options and then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest we're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. Hi, it's Katie with Neurostem TMS. As the days get shorter and the weather gets cooler, we get to spend more time indoors with our loved ones. But when you're struggling with anxiety and depression, this can be so hard to enjoy. 
Great news! For the past five years, Neurostim TMS has helped people overcome depression and anxiety without medication using TMS therapy. Now with 10 clinics throughout Washington State, including Bellingham. Listen to what some of our patients have to say. Couldn't be happier with how things turned out. My depression is in complete remission. TMS has redefined what happiness is to me, and I'm overwhelmed with joy and appreciation for Neurostem TMS. The staff is amazing and thoughtful. I would highly recommend going to them. Neurostem TMS treatments are FDA approved and covered by insurance. TMS works. If meds and talk therapy have become an endless cycle, don't give up. Check out our website at neurostemtms.com. That's neurostemtms.com. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. Worried that your heating system won't make it through another long winter? Never fear, the team at AirTech Heating is just a phone call away. Whether you need maintenance or a new furnace, heat pump, ductless heating system, or a new gas fireplace, you can always count on AirTech Heating. Now celebrating three decades of serving our community as a premier Lennox dealer. They'll install the perfect system to keep you warm all winter long. Call Cliff and Jeff at AirTech Heating today at 734-5010 and online at airtechheat.net. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us. Let's go to John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Uh, yeah, for Rich, he always brings up this this thing about minorities and people of color uh, suffering more because of air pollution. That's because, my good friend Rich, that's because of redlining, which is a real estate practice where you know, uh, properties of, of lower value, people of, you know, minority status were relegated to those places to live by the refineries and stuff where the air was bad, where they would get higher rates of, of asthma and stuff like that. Well, uh, and, and John, higher rates of poverty among those yeah. communities, uh, ten, they're going to live in those areas that are, uh, you know, next to some of these industrial uh facilities and that sort of thing uh the, these poor um you know poor neighborhoods that's that's kind of where they end up that, and uh, joe as much that's as you what and that's I, all about it's not just oh you know yeah. the air pollution makes its way into a black family's house better than it makes its way into a white family's house that's not what it's all about it's the 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 ge- geography of where these different communities live and as much as you and i loved president obama we cannot discount the fact that there has been a huge backlash against him, right? Trump uh, is constantly targeting him, uh, mistaking him for Biden, and then saying, no, I really meant that, whatever. But, you know, this is day two for me of Vermin Watch. I brought this up yesterday. I'm waiting, Michelle. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the Trump supporters out there to do what Chris Christie did today. And that is condemn Trump for even one second saying he wants to be a dictator, let alone only on the first day. 
You don't joke about things like that. Did you have a chance to check out Sean Hannity, how he was squirming, wanting so much to cover for Trump, saying, now, you don't want to be a dictator. You don't want to break the law. And Trump says, no, I'll break the law on day one. And Tim accused me of misconstruing that. You can see it for yourself, okay, Tim. All right. I don't lie about anything because I don't need to lie. You know, okay. uh, every, everybody is blowing the whistle about Trump and his and his and his rhetoric and uh you know uh okay. false electors i think it was either michigan or wisconsin they all uh confessed yes it was a scheme ken chesboro in 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 georgia has flipped um not to mention trump's lawyers the kraken lady and the okay. other one and you okay. know we'll, we'll, uh we'll you see need where to it all goes yourself because trump right. is not only going to lose Hmm. This in in, uh, okay, in this, John. this next election, he's probably going to be convicted before he ever gets a chance to run. We'll see if that happens. And uh, let well, speaking of uh, Tim, his name came up. And I, I don't must recall Michelle bringing up uh, uh, Trump or any of that stuff. Uh, but just uh, just to make that uh, clear. But let's go to Tim and Everson. Hey, Tim. Hey, Joe. Okay, so first things first. Did Trump say, John? Listen to the tape. I'm going to be a dictator from day one. On day or, one, I think he said. On day one. Yes, so, yes. Okay. Or did he say, only on the first day, and I will shut the border down, and I will drill, drill, drill. So if there's not a difference there, John, John, well, okay. then right. maybe you're not a liar. Maybe you just don't understand English. Okay, let's get on to so, crime. You wanted to talk about crime. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Crying. Oh, crying. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's it's kind of funny that, and I think Doug's a good guy, and I think he means really, really well. Uh-huh. But I've, I, And it was funny because last night I thought about it, and I thought, you know, I've only cried probably twice in the last 25 years. Uh-huh. And once was when my dad died. He was right about that. Mm-hmm. And once was when one of my dogs died. Okay. So he was right about that. But I have never really suppressed crying. And and I don't think I... And, and I've had a couple situations in my life that I thought, since then, in the last 25 years, I thought, I should probably be crying. But I couldn't force myself to cry. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how somebody... Have you ever had the thought when you've been in a situation? And I'm just asking because I, I, I've been in that type of situation too, and I, I, I think, well, is there something wrong with me? Am I, am I a monster yeah, yeah, that I it, can't? It is. That I, this isn't that that is there? I think I don't it, know. it depends. I think it depends on a lot of factors. Yeah. And yeah. now, having said that, and and maybe since John likes watching videos. Uh, last night, I actually got a lump in my throat, and I thought, holy cow, am I going to cry? And I didn't, but I would recommend this video. And I'm not a real religious person or a Bible thumper, and I haven't been to church in years. Okay. But there's a website called All Around, two words. Okay. And it's a six-minute video about a 10-year-old blind autistic kid. And I would recommend everybody watch that video. 
The okay. The the website is all around. Yeah, and it's it's a it, it's been viewed. The only reason I clicked on it is it was viewed over seventy million times, and I'm like, what's this about? All right, all right, Tim. Well, I'm out of time, but uh, check out the video. We'll be back tomorrow. Didn't get Michael on the line, but we'll get him tomorrow, and uh, we hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. Take care.